Keeping It Candid, our pop culture podcast. By me, Millie Cotton. And me, Sophie Milner. So today we've got a really special guest with us. We've got Victoria Pruitt. <laughs> we do, who has founded a platform called Her Collective. Thank you so much for coming on. We're My so pleasure. excited to Thanks have you. Me. Um, I guess maybe you could just start by telling us like a little bit about the platform and what it is that you do and what you're trying to do and like the ethics behind it. I think that's quite important as well. Yes, definitely. Sure, lots of questions all at once. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, bit of background. We co-founded the company about a year and a half ago. I come from the really corporate background, um, handed my notice to co-found what is now her. Um, so it's essentially Airbnb for your wardrobe. So my co-founder and I had watched the massive rise of the sharing economy, who would have thought five years ago, you know, you'd be getting in an Uber with a stranger or renting a house. Um, I'm really fascinated by that and thought, okay, fashion's a massive industry, renting's taking off, how can we kind of combine fashion rental with the sharing economy? And we thought, how cool would it be if rather than, you know, renting or borrowing from, from your friends, which happens all the time, is if you could have kind of one big collective wardrobe full of cool stuff that you are dying to get your hands on that is sold out or, or also vintage one-off pieces that you could borrow for a week, a couple of weeks, up to a month um, and then return it. Um, so a year and a half later, uh, we're positioning her very much as a tech company rather mm-hmm. than a fashion company. Um, although hopefully to our users, it feels very fashion-y. Um, So it's a really exciting stage. We launched formally, having been testing it behind the scenes for a long time uh, in January, February this year. Um, And and it's been a manic kind of couple of months post-launch for us. (laughs) Oh my God, that's amazing. It is. It's such an incredible idea because I feel like in the current climate where, do you know what, fashion isn't sustainable Mm -hmm. and there is so much going on in the media around how unsustainable what we're doing is. So... (laughs) Now that I've told my boyfriend off for making noise, um, yeah, so we'll stop laughing. (laughs) So with fashion and sustainability and just the mass consumption of clothing and like brands like Pretty Little Thing and they're like thousands of product turnover, I think what you're doing is so important. Yeah, no, exactly. So a year and a half ago when we co-founded the company, we were looking at, at trends and also movements. I don't like to say sustainable fashion is a trend, which is kind of how it's been pitched. It's, I think it's de- definitely kind of a movement. And a year and a half ago, I think there was really li- very little knowledge about A, what is fast fashion? B, how, is cl- how are clothes made? And also people just didn't really care because yeah. I think they weren't really educated about what was going on. Um, and here we are a year later and we've managed to kind of coincide our launch with you know, fast fashion being deba- debated in Parliament. Um, so so I get asked a lot, you know, how have you managed to make, make this built great company at a time where, you know, sustainable fashion's taken off? And and the, the, the answer is, you know, a year and a half ago, we looked at this and, and we were convinced that people were going to be more conscious about how they consume in, in the same way of the kind of vegan, vegetarian um, kind of movements come through. People are just more conscious about whether it's what they consume or what yeah. they... Um, put on their body and kind of beauty and also fashion um so for me fashion should be fun and people really like wearing new things and I think there's a lot of kind of negativity around sustainable fashion and guilt tripping but we thought why don't we provide a solution rather than kind of just talking about the problems and yeah. it doesn't make me a bad person that I want to wear something a couple of times and then I'm bored of it um but how can we actually access that 
without actually having to own uh, own that item yeah. Um, yeah. which is quite exciting basically means that you've got an online unlimited wardrobe you rent something for a fraction of the cost wear it for as long as you like put it back, put it in the post bag um, and then you really don't have to worry about it so um so i think kind of it's 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 good that we've managed to tie into the movement of, of sustainable fashion definitely yeah, yeah you've definitely. like nailed the timing definitely. <laughs> I know, and i think so well so many people are looking for that kind of alternative right now because it is it's been put out there so much about how people need to think more about what they're wearing and it's something that in the line of work that we're in I've been like getting increasingly conscious about it there's it's so easy to be criticized for it doing what we do incredibly hard to be promoting brands and clothes on Instagram and having to be wearing like new new things the whole time and be sustainable yeah definitely and then people then if you are doing that people are then messaging you being like oh are you constantly getting clothes are you constantly like buying stuff are you constantly being gifted stuff your wardrobe turnovers must be insane what are you doing with your clothes I hope you're not throwing them away and people Mm. make all these really big prejudgments and actually you want to turn around and be like hey look I'm making as many changes as I can and it's really good to be able to offer an alternative and be like this is actually a really new platform of doing this it's a great way of approaching it because I think if I think about like like the audience like my my general audience it is definitely in that kind of people are still in that age where they'll buy something cheaply wear it one time and be like oh yeah chuck it away that yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. and which this, is terrible which like, is so bad is... I'd never be able to do that like I wouldn't I just I don't I couldn't I don't know yeah. I wouldn't want to do that anyway but I be able to use a platform like this gives that kind of like oh I want to wear it one time instead of throwing away you're just sending it back to where it came from and it's mm-hmm. not like you're not like buying it and then Obviously, returning it after there's someone it. doing the initial buying but I would like to think that because of you know that the sharing element it really takes away kind of the all the other bits that are so bad for it's taking away the demand for new stuff elsewhere right yeah yeah like reducing that 100% I think what's so great about her is that you've got such great brands <laughs> like you have Indeed, yeah. I've been on the site quite a lot <laughs> and it's yeah it's just full of like all the brands that I want to be wearing and I've not seen that on any other yeah. clothing sites where you can borrow clothes because you yeah. you rented Reformation yeah so I rented LA. a Reformation dress for LA exactly yeah exactly what you just said yeah and <laughs> I wore it twice in LA and I think I've worn it once since and I've had it for like 10 days and I've worn it three times and I feel like you know what I now wouldn't want to wear that dress probably again if I'd bought it for like a while so I've worn it so much I do this thing where when I buy new clothes I wear them straight away and I wear them like a lot yeah I'll wear them like a few times in the first week and I'll be like meh I've sort of like worn that one out for a while yeah and then so this is why it's such like a good idea I think also yeah I think it's really important for us that we didn't want to be just designer so just Mm. your Gucci Prada Chanel's obviously they're they're amazing brands and, and they rent really well on our site but actually particularly for our generation or or millennials and kind of even filtering down to Gen Z's, um, it's those contemporary brands that everyone loves. It's your Rixos, your Gannies. Reformation is a great example Mm. as well. Um, uh, Rat and Boa, Beck and Bridge, that are still really, really great pieces um, and and, and not cheap um, that you just want to access exactly like you say. Um, What's quite interesting for us is that... um, I'm asked quite a lot about if it's just for occasion wear. So is it just for, for weddings that people yeah. are renting for? And our number one reason for rentals is actually holiday wardrobes. 
Um, yeah. So when I emailed you originally, that's exactly what I said, wasn't it? It's like just to jump in, just to being like, do you know what? When you go on holiday, there's so much pressure to have new clothes to wear on holiday. Everyone always goes shopping for a holiday, right? Why not just borrow some stuff for holiday? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, exactly. And, and our thought was, okay, in terms of uh, the focus groups we've been doing over the last year, the time where people really hit the fast fashion or the high street really hard is when okay, I'm going away to Croatia and I've got nothing to wear and I'm, I'm now in a panic. Um, so kind of with the beauty of our platform, you can book things up to six months in advance, which means that for wow. the organised people out there yeah. who like to really plan their outfits, yeah. how cool that you can rent a Saloni dress and know that in four months' time it's booked out because it works exactly like Airbnb. So you can see when things are booked out and especially for the pieces that, that are going to be really hot this sub- summer, we've got some some dresses that you know are already booked back to back, which mm. is great because it means that our members are actually monetizing the things they own. And on the flip side, you've got 10 people back to backing the same amazing dress feeling amazing in it yeah. and then and then sending it back so um so that's quite interesting and even renting kind of going back to you know whether it's for holidays or occasion where we're actually seeing quite a lot of people just using it for every day so yeah. changing up work where yeah. um date night interview um which is what our hope and dream always was you know we're trying to build something that people can incorporate into their day-to-day lives as well and I hope we're getting that kind of mix of like you say the fun reformations all the way through to to the really cool big designs as well. Yeah in my opinion if you have like three different things in one week with three different sets of people I'm so happy to wear the same thing over and over again (laughs) but that might just be me because I am quite lazy when it comes to getting dressed. And I think it is just comes down to an obsession thing like I'm the same as you when I find something that I really love and it's brand new I I will wear it like my All Saints denim jacket I bought a few weeks ago I wore it every day for about two weeks and it's covered in so much crap because I've worn it to death so much <laughs> but I get the thing and then but then the things you should then retire in my wardrobe a little bit and there's some really good mm. pieces and I'm there like you're just hanging there yeah, I and like I love you too much to let you go forever but your wardrobe would be perfect for this yeah I know well, <laughs> you're sitting here thinking mm. I know because I mean I, I have plenty of Bretton Boa and Reformation <laughs> and the thing is I get especially about Reformation and um, I get people because I buy from them quite a lot and I just stick the bloody custom fee. I just like whatever. I'll have it. I'll take it. Mm. I get so many people like ask me, "Oh, what's Reformation like? Is this what's the sizing like? What's the returns like?" And they don't. Obviously, they're worried about investing and buying from an American brand because it's costly to get it shipped in. You lose your custom charge sending it back, and then you also lose. Oh shit! Didn't think about that. And I've got to send the dress back there. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, you also obviously lose. You then got to pay for the returns. So it can people want to be able to test out a brand first and it yeah, can be a really good way for them to test things out themselves and see if it's something that they, works for them definitely so. for sizing because it can be like 30 quid for customs obviously it depends on how much you order oh and the price God, of it but oh it can definitely be so expensive I mean, yeah, yeah 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 it's like when you buy dresses from abroad yeah like I think way. 20% usually cost, yeah. the custom charge for from America anyway I think it's a bit yeah so if you're buying a 200 pound dress it's an extra 40 quid and then yeah. if it doesn't fit you you have to send it back and then oh, yeah. so when you could be spending 40 quid on renting one instead exactly Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. yeah i think price points is also a really good thing so can you 
yeah, tell us a little bit about your price points. Sure. So um, in terms of the items that we take on the site, um, we have a minimum RRP. So the rental, uh, the retail value um, is over 150 to 200 pounds normally. Yeah. As a company, our mission is to, to cut out fast fashion. Um, and also we want clothes on our platform that are built to last rather than built to fail, which yeah. is the whole fast fashion model. Um, so that means that obviously we get to include the, the really cool contemporary designers, but also, you know, your Reese's, Whistles, Sandro's, um, which go down really well on the site. Um, so if you took a £200 dress, for example, typically for a seven day rental period, it would rent at about 20% of the RRP. Mm-hmm. Um, but whoever owns the item sets the pricing. So oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Cool. it's completely up to you how much you list your items for. And um, we have an algorithm that gives you an idea about what we would price it at, but it's completely uh, your decisions. So we have pieces that are that rent for as little as five, uh, 5% of the RRP for a week. Wow. Um, all the way up through to like slightly more, you know, 30 to 40%. Um, but it's still pretty compelling when you start looking at, okay, the stats show I'm going to sh- wear this once or twice or for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And even if it's, you know, up to 50% of the RRP, you're still saving a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so so that's kind of a whistle-stop tour of how, how the kind of economics work. But, but ultimately, it's your decision. And some people price things lower to kind of build up their reputation on the platform. Some people price things higher just to kind of test it out at this stage. So um, we're really seeing a whole whole variety, but roughly it's about 20% for a week. Yeah. How many, because I know there's a massive waiting list, isn't there? How is that going? <laughs> so we built a waiting list of over 2,000 people in the last three months, um, which has been amazing, incredible. Um, incredible and and what we had always hoped for her. Um, how it works and how we're kind of really starting to, to scale our model is that our existing user base who love our platform and you know have rented a reformation dress from LA and realized how easy it is mm. and you know love kind of what we stand for and everything about her and um, they can invite their friends and then they skip the waiting list and get straight in so um that's going really well at the moment um but to your question about the waiting list we are we are working our way through <laughs> it um as we speak it's taking some time because as I'm sure you guys will appreciate you know trust is absolutely crucial oh, of course. to sharing economy whether it's yeah. Airbnb Uber um, or her um, so we want to really make sure that we have the the vetting processes in place to make sure that we know who these people are on our platform Um, but it's going fine so far that's you know going back to my point of being a tech company rather than a fashion company we've got some really clever ways to to kind of profile people Um, and and it it takes time but it means that what we get to keep is exactly like you say is a curated uh, selection of pieces um, full of people that are like hyper users and use us our site a couple of times a week which is great from a business point of view as well no yeah. definitely so talk to me about the process of people renting stuff like I'm just thinking in terms of what happens do, do you have to wash the stuff does the user have to wash the stuff and send it back is it sent back to a certain place and dry clean like where is it where's all the responsibility lie and what happens if something happens to the item good questions so in terms of the process um if i was to list this dress i would say okay this is a ghost london dress 200 pounds i'm going to rent it at 35 pounds a week and um, i would then also put onto that the dry cleaning and delivery cost it's all lumped into one and then if you wanted to rent this from me you would pay for the dry cleaning and the delivery um Dry cleaning wise, it's up to the owner of the item to dry clean it. We've trialed this a lot over the last year. And actually, if you have nice things, typically you want to control the dry cleaning yes. process. Yeah, of course. You might have your preferred provider. Yeah. And we do have a tie up with a company called Blanc and um, who have lots of little hubs 
um, and they're basically across London the only eco-friendly dry cleaner which is really cool Um, and then in terms of kind of logistics of getting it from me to you there are three options that we provide and then it's kind of between users so the first one is actually the option to meet up so we have geotagging so you can roughly see where items are located so Mm -hmm. the idea is if you're in Soho and I work in Soho, we can actually meet up in a coffee shop and swap there and then. Yeah. Um, the vast majority goes through the post, which is option number two, apart from it comes back to you at the end. So <laughs> it's exactly like e-com, apart from it comes back. Um, and then the third is um, we use a courier service called Pedals, um, just for our central London customer base um, that are basically cyclists. It's basically delivery, but but we use it for her so yeah. they can get things delivered in 90 minutes, which makes us super wow. on demand for those last minute date nights last minute uh, events etc as well so there are a number of ways uh, to to do it and ultimately it's between users and um, and then your question about damage obviously the whole reason we are technically an invitation only site um, and scaling it that way is so that we can control and, and try and limit as much uh, you know the damage and the issues around that as we can saying that obviously accidents happen and um, so we have a five pound damage protection fee that covers any minor wear or tear i spilt wine on it i popped a button the zip's broken for, exa- uh, for example and um, we would then step in and help anything over and above that would be um up to the renter to be paid for in terms of repairs yeah. um, and then we obviously have a zero tolerance policy to damage beyond repair or theft so yeah, sure. if someone stole a 200 pound dress they would be billed for the market value of yeah, that, yeah, of that item um but we're really fortunate we have a really really low damage um kind of uh, basis across our platform uh, damage rate even yeah. um and what we also see is that users speak to each other quite a lot before a transaction goes through so i'd say oh millie do you think this dress would fit me you know i've seen a photo of you in it that you've attached you users go back and forth and basically build friendships before those transactions go through and i think because psychologically you know that it's someone else's you care a lot more um which which is great for us in the platform and and it's great to see as well our users actually interacting and you know following each other because they're similar size and style and fit um and also you know if if we were the same size um which i'm definitely not um you know and i rented one dress from you um and i loved it and we both had a great experience the chances are i'm going to rent more things Mm -hmm. from you or that you've got a reformation dress you've probably bought the bag earrings shoes hat whatever it is to match as well so we're trying to kind of cross sell and cross pollinate all the time as well kind of between our users yeah yeah it's really nice like kind of community based thing in a way definitely yeah yeah. community is huge for us you know we're trying to build something much more than your standard e-com site and we have like monthly member meetups in london so our users get to meet each other um and we get as much feedback about what people loved what we can be doing you know differently etc etc so um so so yeah so far so good i feel like everything's quite eco-friendly was that kind of one of your main goals when you went in to start the business yeah so i mean we were founded with sustainable fashion very much in mind but but at the same time, very aware that we live in the Instagram generation and I like buying new things or wearing new things. Um, but trying to find a kind of circular model of, of sharing as a way to tackle the problem. Um, yeah. And I think it's quite a clever way, as we've already touched on, of you know accessing things without having to own things. You know, 
we are generation rent will probably never own houses cars clothes yeah, uh, yeah. phones all the rest of it um so 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 yeah to your point on sustainable fashion uh, absolutely um but we hope that we're providing something that's as fun and and you know looks and feels like e-com but but without the kind of environmental uh, impact yeah mm-hmm. and without actually having to buy stuff exactly. yeah exactly because also if you think about it like it saves you space I've just done a major clear out and I'm yep. just thinking, you know what, I would oh. never have to do this ever again if I just rented all of my clothes. Well, that's the thing, absolutely. And I, yeah, I have to have clear out so often to a point where, like, I mean, I sell a lot of my clothes on a website called eBloggers and I'm quite lucky because they come and they take everything away and they do all that, that side for you and just take a percentage. But it is one of those things where it's just like, it, it does take up so much space. And it's not even necessarily be like shopping, it's people gifting things and that. So it, it's a nice way to kind of get things back out there. And it's, it's like, it is a circular model, like you said. Exactly. And I, I think that's incredible. So. Yeah, it's it's completely circular. And also means that, that we find that a lot of our members have pieces that... They, they don't want to resell they don't want to get rid of it yeah. yet at the same time they know that they are only ever going to wear that a couple of times a yeah. year at a push we've yeah. all got pieces like that in our wardrobe um, yeah, definitely. that are high value t- you know, items that yeah. just don't get enough use and actually they're the perf- things that are really really perfect yeah. to actually monetize and also like you say free up space especially if you live in a city like London yeah. space, is, space is key yeah, yeah, yeah definitely um, I was going to say so more about like, I feel like I don't know that much about you though <laughs> yeah you say your background's corporate and everything I want to tell us tell us more about you like why you're interested in starting a sustainable tech company not fashion tech tech fashion company fashion tech yeah, yeah. so um tech but make it fashion <laughs> <laughs> so I ran a tech company when I was an undergrad that um ended up doing quite well um when are you an undergrad that when was I was in my second year so at impressive um wow <laughs> we I then did an undergrad uh, then I did a second degree I did a master's in real estate and went down very much a kind of traditional corporate route so did the master's for a year and then trained up at an international real estate firm for just over three years um, before qualifying as a charter surveyor and then I handed in my my notice pretty swiftly after that (laughs) to co-found her Um, so I think the kind of entrepreneurial seed had been planted a few years back um, but what was the other tech company? Uh, so it was basically way back when it's not very impressive uh, X years on but it was a, wi- a Wi-Fi fob that cut out your standby electricity so the whole idea was around university students no one's got any money and also yeah. how many times do you have a panic about leaving your hair straighteners on and or you know leaving yeah. an appliance on so we basically built prototype for a, for a key fob that cut out standby electricity when you went too far outside your house that's so cool which that meant, is very cool <laughs> which meant reducing your your bills a and yeah. b as a massive security yeah that's incredible that's really impressive um, yeah, yeah like that you're like oh it's not that's so impressive i'm like wow like what did you study at uni so I did my undergrad in business and English literature and yeah. then my postgrad in, in real estate. Amazing. So wow. so a bit different um, in terms of kind of a career turn, but but my view is, you know, if you have an idea and you're really passionate about, you know, tech or fashion or solving problems, um, 
give it a go yeah <laughs> I like the idea that it's never like too late to start something different if you are exactly if you're really passionate about something yeah, then why not um, and I think that's why I, I waited until I had some kind of professional qualification yeah. just in case plan yeah. B didn't go go right or you wanted to pivot again yeah. you've always got something to fall back on Definitely. so um, yeah, no. safe to say I haven't, look, haven't really looked back uh, either so, so I guess that's good so who is your co-founder because you've mentioned having a co-founder and I mean I know from the site but <laughs> so my co-founder is called Matt and he uh, is basically the brains behind her he left his PhD at Oxford to help me set up oh my her God. Um, he was... his background's basically maths and scientific computing okay. so it really comes from a kind of tech angle um, and a kind of operational angle and mm. um, we're actually family friends so I've oh, known him for a number of nice. years um, and, and kind of pitched the idea of her to him and I think you know, positioning ourselves very much as a sharing economy and kind of disruptive platform um, really excites us both and also in terms of kind of our future plans of the markets we'd like to be in yeah. and, you know, other other sectors and verticals of where we could build her. Now we've spent so long building the platform and we're really pleased with how it's being received and continuing to, to, to build it behind closed doors. Um, there's a lot to be doing in terms of, um, you know, possibilities, but also you know trying to walk before we can run so to speak as well yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. do you have anything that's going to happen in the future that you can share with us or like yeah definitely <laughs> so um so i mean it's still early stage for us as a as a startup yeah in terms of our waiting list we've built demand really across the world and um, there are people coming in on joy trying to join our waiting list um from europe uh european cities paris spain yeah. uh Barcelona, Madrid. So um, sorry, are most of the clothes based in London at the moment? So we launched. We launched in London, um, yeah. and the majority of our user base is London. Okay. Um, but later this year, we're rolling out an incentivised referral scheme that basically brings her to all UK major cities. That's so, amazing. other than the kind of courier option, um, we've built her to scale. There's no reason why someone in Newcastle can't use our platform um, or Birmingham, Manchester, wherever it is. Um, So that's probably in terms of the near term goals for us is trying to get, you know, lots of really great groups of like minded forward thinking women in these kind of cities and hubs. all across the UK, all sharing the wardrobes and and hopefully you guys can be renting things from our members in Bristol or Birmingham or wherever it is, knowing that it's of the same quality coming through our platform. Um, So that's probably the most exciting development that we've got going uh, behind the scenes at the moment. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I can't wait till it's like worldwide. (laughs) It's such an amazing idea. idea. I really like, really enjoy it. Especially when you're trying to be like, I read this thing yesterday on Instagram, which basically said like, don't penalise the person who doesn't know this thing about this thing, but is trying to do this thing. And I feel like that's kind of where we're at at the moment, right? So we all have to do these tiny things that help, even if we're not doing like something else that, you know, helps the yeah. environment. And It's the just like small and steps. And it's one of those things yeah. that it feels a bit difficult sometimes because I feel like as soon as you say, oh, I'm doing this because it's going to help the environment in this way, people are like, well, why don't you do this? I think... I mentioned how the co-op was on my Deliveroo and that they deliver tampons and that you can get tampons delivered and someone replied, I think I got two responses, someone was like, oh, tampons are so bad for the environment, you should really really use like a (laughs) moon cup thing and I'm there like, I think that you probably need to yell at me first for the last time I drank out of a plastic bottle instead of using tampons, I was like, I really hope that you're complaining to everyone else and all your friends about this as well because there are 
everyone's trying to do their best here yeah. so that's the thing and the period one is so interesting actually this is like totally off topic so sorry for yeah. taking you down this rabbit hole with us but i've seen this so much recently because obviously there's a lot of people not obviously but there are a lot of influencers at the moment who are working with always and tampax on collaborations and half of the comments are kind of like you know about plastic mm-hmm. and about them being so like i think they're not biodegradable yeah and i think they are just yeah terrible for the environment in general and how people should be using organic and then there's the other argument that you know organic tampons if you have a really heavy period they are so expensive yeah and i have the heaviest periods ever so it's like actually a really difficult thing and also i try to buy the non-applicator ones as Mm. well but they also have a far higher tendency to leak so I'm like, I, yeah, you don't want that. You don't no, want that. No, you don't so it's just like Have you tried a moon cup? I've never tried them, no. Yeah, and also heavy periods, moon cup thing, yeah. ain't great. I was like, I'm going to But you know what actually I have found, interestingly, and some people will be majorly grossed out by this, I bought those like period pants. No, I've got them and that's what yeah. I was going to say. And like, I've so got, I, I, I only use, she I only yeah. use period pants. Yeah, so yeah. I bought them because because my periods are so heavy that yeah. there's like, usually one or two days every single time that I, I have to change like a super plus tampon every hour mm. so I would always be like it would always be a nightmare anyway so I was like I need to get them as like extra insurance like for my clothes and my underwear yeah. so I got them and I've actually really like I use them just quite a bit now and I really like them it's literally all I use I don't use anything else I do I mean I forgot to take a pair when I was out for like the entire day at a friend's house and I did end up leaking which was not ideal Yeah. but if you actually remember to take a pair with you and you do it how you're supposed to do it they work so well Yeah. yeah. Obviously, but I think that's a perfect example isn't it of of a small change to yeah. a behaviour and also education you know I think it, for me it's only just come to light about the environmental impact of Tampax or whatever it is you know there are so many things that we can all be doing differently mm-hmm. but like you say A it's education and B it's small it's small steps yeah, yeah um, exactly and, and you know I think things are going in the right direction across everything whether it's tampons fashion beauty yeah. you know clean beauty is a huge trend as well mm-hmm. yeah. and it's going in the right direction Definitely. but like you say it takes time to it get does there. take yeah. time and i don't feel like everyone like not everything is going to work for everyone no, you so have you have to know prioritize it and um, me isn't going to work for you exactly you, you need you to know. prioritize what works with your lifestyle and you're like okay what are the things that i can change and i can do better that will be easier for me and then there's other things that i will focus on maybe changing in the future once i've got my head around yeah, these things definitely. And i think the fact that people are becoming way more conscious about it is amazing so I mean yeah you're doing a good job and thank you so much for coming on I feel like your your platform is something that will really resonate with people who listen as well because yeah. like affordability wise it means that you can wear a really beautiful dress for you know a quarter of the price yeah. and who doesn't want to do that I'd so much rather do that at like my friend's wedding or going on holiday or something than spend 250 pounds on a dress and I'm gonna wear once maybe. I'll be like yeah I'm never wearing you again so yeah exactly. yeah exactly thanks for having me come on thank you Our fortnightly pop culture podcast by me, Millie Cotton. And me, Sophie Milner. <laughs>